The host of this show, Max Naist, lived in addiction for years and made lots of destructive choices, which resulted in losing friends, family, and his career. After being in jail for the fourth time, he knew he needed to make some big changes. Now, he shares the steps he took, which led to recovery and got his life back. Welcome to Fearless Happiness. 19.7 million American adults have battled a substance use disorder. 38% of adults have battled an illicit drug use disorder. But no matter what the struggle, no matter the challenge, you can overcome anything and become successful. Max and his guests share experience, strength, hope, and faith. If it's PTSD or military-related, trauma, physical, verbal, sexual addiction, alcoholism, you can accomplish your dreams. And with this show, we help others be fearless in their pursuit of happiness. This is Fearless Happiness, and this is Max Naist. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in this world. This is Max from the Fearless Happiness Podcast, and I have an amazing, amazing guest today. Uh, Muniza Ahmed is here joining me today to talk about what she does, her challenges. But before we get into that, what I like to do, Muniza, is have you introduce yourself to my audience, like who you are, what you do. And then, as I like to say, we're going to rock and roll. Sounds good, Max. Thank you for having me on the show. It's uh, it's a real pleasure and an honor. Um, so I'm the intuitive medicine woman. Um, since 2007, I have supported over 10,000 people in over 85 countries to heal from autoimmune and chronic illness symptoms so they can live thriving and joyful lives. I also train practitioners in my method, the Muniza method, and I'm a faculty member at the Omega Institute. Wow. Look, see, I told you we're going to have a great guest today, everybody. So Muniza, like what I like to do, right? And I'm going to ask you, like, what were some of the things you went through or challenges that brought you to where you're at today, where you help people overcome their autoimmune or whatever illness, right? Like what brought you to that point? Did you go through stuff yourself? Uh, You know, so let the audience know, like, how that happened for you. Sure. So where it started was I was sitting in my car outside my doctor's office, exhausted. I had just had my 12th doctor's visit in about six months. I tried calling my husband to update him about the appointment, and he did not answer. I tried calling my mom. She did not answer, and I felt utterly alone. I was near tears because, once again, my doctors didn't have answers. The visit was over in 10 minutes. I barely talked for five. And the doctor looked at my chart and gave me a quick diagnosis. He said, the reason I was exhausted is because I had chronic fatigue fatigue syndrome. He said I had Hashimoto's and I had chemical sensitivities. And he offered me more medication. And all that would do was manage my symptoms. I thought, this couldn't possibly be all the answers there are. This couldn't be that I was going to be sick for the rest of my life. There had to be a way to heal and get better, and I was determined to find it. I was 27 years old and newly married in this country, in the U.S. I was scared, confused, and overwhelmed, and I felt unheard by my medical doctors. And I lost hope. 
for my future. But as I sat in the car, I refused to accept that this would be my future. So I decided to take matters into my own hands. And like many of your listeners, I thought, let me ask a different doctor. I'll ask Dr. Google. (laughs) So I, I went to Dr. Google and searched my symptoms. And over the next few months, I spent a couple of thousand hours studying how to increase my health and well-being. I was so desperate that I became an expert on my own health. And after all of this research, I discovered that food would be pivotal to healing my symptoms. And I focused on removing inflammatory foods. Like I increased hydration. I started a specific supplement routine. And literally what happened in the next few months was nothing short of a miracle. I went from being exhausted to waking up feeling better than I had in years. I went from having no answers to having a clear plan that was actually giving me results that no doctor could give me. And I went from managing my symptoms with medications, I was on eight of them, to healing my symptoms through food. And most of all, I got my life back. So for the past 15 years, since I was sitting in this car, I've helped thousands of people just like you and your listeners reversing symptoms and fatigue, illness, chronic symptoms. And like many of you probably have had this experience of just knowing in your bones that something isn't right. And I knew my doctors didn't have a clue, even though I was relying on my medications from them to manage my symptoms, I knew that was not the answer. So I believe that no matter how poor your health is, how old you are, whatever you are up against in life, you can be healthy again. I have to agree with you 100%, right? Because I, I, like you, what I've, as I've gotten older, I've learned, right, that I don't trust my doctors necessarily. Because I, I, it's the same thing, right? Your shoulder hurts. Here's a pill. Well, sorry, doc. I told you when I walked in your office that I'm in recovery. I don't do that. Like, give me something else to do, right? Like, and 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 what I've done, you know, in my later years, right, I'm going to be 55 next month is come to believe that the foods I eat, right? And, you know, hydration's in, important. Um, yeah. The kinds of foods I eat, right? Because, uh, you know, you're in America, right? You see, like, there's McDonald's on the every, every corner. There's Taco Bell, right? And yeah. people don't realize that, that those those foods are not good for you, right? No. So I want you to get into, like, the food thing. Because I believe when you eat correctly and healthy, of course, right? That your body's natural immune system will cure that stuff, right? We don't always need a pill or whatever. And, and, you know, and that's what I'm trying to study myself is is what foods work best for me as a a 55 year old man, right? Because trust me though, once in a while, I like to go get a hamburger, right? In and out, but I don't live there, right? And I know that would be bad for me to do all the time. So tell my audience, Muniza, like, that's a lot of research, right? So like, how did it start when you started eating? Like, what did you, you did your research and then you just started figuring out what worked, especially for inflammation, because we know that's a a big issue with a lot of people in the world, right? How did you get to that point? Like, cause like you got me totally interested now. Like, I want to hear this. Thank you. Um, Yeah. 
this is what I live for is to share these stories. So it's a great question, you know, understanding the root causes of chronic illness and symptoms, any symptoms, whether it's addiction, like you've struggled with, or um, whether it's Lyme disease or asthma or, um, you know, allergic reactions, chronic fatigue, or just exhaustion, tiredness, and fatigue in general, feeling sluggish. There is a root cause to every symptom in our body. It only makes sense, right? I mean, we wouldn't put we wouldn't put um, leaded fuel or diesel into our into our Bentley or our top class Mercedes, right? Right. We those cars need a certain type of fuel that they're it needs, um, you know, premium unleaded fuel. And we know the fuel that brings on good performance. And the same goes for our bodies. Whatever we put into our bodies will determine the way our bodies perform. But there's some pieces that I've discovered that are really key, because if you understand the root cause of a problem, you can fix it. And the first thing that I'd like to share with you and your audience is that why are the root causes of illness even important? Like if you know the root problem, only then can you even fix it. But if you don't know, you're just guessing blindly. You're going to be like, all right, I'll try this or I'll try that. And most people in the world are kind of stabbing in the dark. They're throwing a bunch of spaghetti on the wall and they're seeing what sticks. And they're going to be like, okay, well, that kind of worked for me. So I'll go with that. But there's no method to the madness, so to speak. So before I tell you about root causes of chronic and autoimmune symptoms, which will connect in with food in a minute and inflammation as well, because I'm really glad you mentioned that, uh, let me tell you what they are not. So autoimmune illness is not caused by your body attacking itself. Maybe some of you out there have heard this from your doctor or read it online. And yeah, that's just not a truth. Our bodies do not attack themselves. Chronic illness symptoms are not genetic. Our genes didn't didn't just degrade in the last 50 years. <laughs> right. And it's not just, it's not the cards you're dealt with is what you're stuck with because your dad had diabetes or your grandpa had diabetes that you would have it, you know, and that it runs in the family. There is a reason that we see common symptoms in families, but genes is not the reason. And then chronic illness symptoms are not just in your head. So many of my clients go to the doctor and their blood work is normal and they're told. Oh, because it's all normal, you're just imagining this. Uh-uh. So the root cause of chronic illness symptoms is poisoning. You heard me right. We have poisons in our bodies that actually make us sick. And there's four main sources of poisons that we're exposed to that cause harm to us. One is pathogens. I think after the pandemic, we've all become a lot more aware of viruses. Right. And and, and germs, like everyone's hyper aware of that now. But pathogens are a really big part of what can make us sick. And then toxic heavy metals like mercury and aluminum and heavy metals that actually cause poisoning in our brains and in our bodies. And then pesticides. Everybody knows pesticides are toxic. They come with a massive label on the side of a <laughs> box saying hazardous material. Right. So if it does that, and the people who manufacture them and handle them are wearing hazmat suits, then, you know, spraying it on to your yard or spraying it at the park and you're around that and it's in the air and you breathe it in. So there's a lot of that going on. It happens all over the world. And then the last one is radiation. So, you know, so I want to lead into 
inflammation because many people who are diagnosed with chronic illness symptoms or autoimmune symptoms, and even if you're not diagnosed, you could be searching on Google like I was and going, oh my God, inflammation. What does that mean? What is it? What does it tell me? So we we learn when you go online, you'll learn, well, certain foods are inflammatory. You'll learn like maybe dairy, gluten, eggs could be inflammatory to you. Sometimes we see grains are inflammatory. And right. so you know, you'll read a lot about it. But what you have to understand is foods in and of themselves aren't inflammatory. And this is new information. Um, what is What causes a problem is that you have pathogens in your body and they are the only reason for inflammation. So pathogens eat these foods and thrive on these foods. And then they poop out this toxic neurotoxic poop or toxic poop and it causes inflammation in your body. And you have to like, I know it's a new idea for people, so maybe right. think about it like you have a rodent infestation in your house. Like say right. there's mice, right? The exterminator comes over and what's the first thing he tells you? If you have anyone's had an exterminator come, the first thing he says is he looks for the food sources. He's like, you know, let me find where the food is. Let's get rid of it. He tells you to get rid of the grain. Right. If you like, get rid of all this food. Um, and so the second thing he looks for is where they are living and sets up traps to kill them, right? right. So I know not everybody wants to do that. Some people are compassionate. They just want to trap them and move <laughs> them out. But when we're talking about bugs in your body, right. there's no way to trap them and move them out. You got to kill them, right? So <laughs> just like the exterminator and the rodents, you have to then eliminate the foods from your diet that the pathogens in your body are eating and causing inflammation. And then you have to kill off the remaining pathogen in your system with herbs and foods and supplements. So the first step that I tell people to take, and this may come as a surprise, mm. is to remove eggs from your diet. And I know eggs are a favorite. Everyone's probably going, oh, God, I can't. <laughs> right. but before I lose you, just hear me out. No, no, I'm. I was going <laughs> to say my eggs. Oh no, but I'm. I'm willing to listen to you and hear. You know, I'm I'm trying to eat healthy, so I think yeah, my only so my 91 year old grand uh, mother in law will tell you. Sorry, Muniza, I'm not getting rid of eggs. I lived this long, yeah. um, you know. <laughs> well, all power to her. But if you're struggling with some kind of symptom, it's worth keeping an open mind about. Absolutely, right? Yep. So eggs are foods so many of us love. I loved them. It was one of my favorite foods growing up. But pathogens love them even more. So eggs are the number one so food source for pathogens. And by eliminating them from your diet, you will kickstart your healing in the right way. And this is not to say like, so a lot of people will eliminate dairy and, and gluten because they react because right. the pathogens act immediately and you feel it. And many people will eat eggs and not react. There are some people who do, but it's a lot less common to see immediate reactions. But when people eliminate eggs for a period of time, they often will say, oh, you know what? I feel a heck of a lot better. Often though, Max, people are removing not just one food, they're removing a bunch of foods. And so they don't always attribute it to the egg alone. Right. So that's right. So it's hard to tell. So, you know, that's the first step. So I, this is, you know, the same as the exterminator. He comes in and says, remove, and I'm not telling you to remove like a whole bunch of foods. I'm saying, start with eggs, start with the one. And then the second step is to, how do, how do you kill what's remaining in your system? And I can give you another one step for that, which is to add 
celery juice every morning on an empty stomach, 16 ounces. And if you want to have an immediate effect, if you want to see an immediate shift in your health, you will feel it, you know, because celery juice makes you go to the bathroom a little bit more. It starts to eliminate and it's a single most potent anti-bug medicine. And the two steps that I just mentioned, like stop feeding the virus and then kill the virus, it's what the exterminator will tell you if you have rodents. So removing, <laughs> excuse me, eliminate. Yeah, sure. Um, eliminates food for the bugs and adding celery juice is like setting a trap for the bugs and starts to get rid of them. Wow. Okay. So let me ask you this, Muniza. So someone says, "Okay, I'll get rid of eggs. How, what do I replace my eggs with?" Because if they've been eating it for years, they're like, "Okay, what can I replace it with?" <laughs> Excuse me. You okay? Mm-hmm. I got a little tickle. Yeah. So I would say um, that's a really good question. Um, it depends on how you're consuming them. So if you're putting eggs into <laughs> pancakes, if you're having morning pancakes, that's, you know, you can find recipes that are egg-free. Right. If you're having, you know, scrambled eggs, that's a little tougher. There is a, there, there are like people do like, you know, you know, chickpea scramble and things like that to, to mimic like a scrambled egg. You can do that or you could, or you could use chia and flax eggs in replacement for baking and, and, and recipes like that. There are many, many options where eggs are used to be able to replace them. So today, like when I started doing this, it was 15 years ago, none of this stuff existed. I'm like egg-free. Like I just had to give it all up and not touch any of the things that had eggs in them. But today we have so many options. In fact, it's kind of like, you know, it's sort of like the best of both worlds in a way. It's like the worst times because everyone's so sick. And it's the best of times because things are beyond what we can imagine that we had even 10 years ago or five years ago so that's something i gotta think about because i eat egg whites i love my egg whites but i'm also willing to be open-minded if it's gonna help because i i believe right because i think i know my body best right like that's why when like you said go to the doctor and they say what's this and you're like no that's not what i'm feeling like you get frustrated and i could see the smile you know what i mean they're like telling you and you're like you're not in my body i'm telling you what's going on here and you want to just give me a band-aid right so i'm i'm willing to but there is a lot of foods right that cause that inflammation in our bodies right so what you're saying is they'll start with one and then kind of yeah go at it right yeah and so that, this is what i'd get into sort of second is inviting all the listeners to think about what truly creates a healthy cell in your body right because if you build one healthy cell you can build another and when you build enough you cause a change inside your body from unhealthy cells to healthy cells and then you're feeling great how does that happen what actually makes new cells and it's the food you eat right performance right we come back to the example of the car like performance matters so much and what you feed your body what will cause your cells to thrive is the food you eat you can eat foods that can make healthy cells or you can eat foods that will create sicker cells because those foods are feeding pathogens underlying in your body so 
I'm sure everyone's wondering, okay, what else are those foods? Tell me what they are. Yeah. And so you know, let's get into it a little bit. So the six main ones are eggs, dairy, gluten, corn, soy, and canola. And the last three are genetically modified, which is which is very hard on the body. Right. So I know people are probably going, okay, I'm probably starting to feel a little overwhelmed. Like, how can you possibly remove all these foods? They're literally in everything. And it's true, they're in everything. So my dad, right, he felt the same way. He's had rheumatoid arthritis for 37 years. And about 10 years ago, after watching my father suffer for decades with debilitating pain and fatigue, I started to talk to him about creating a food and supplement plan to reverse his symptoms. And at this point, I had, he had tried just about everything, Max. I mean, my dad traveled the world looking for cures and help all over. He went to Asia, he went to Europe, he went to America. I mean, we were living in the Middle East at the time. So he was traveling everywhere to get help for his symptoms. Right. And he did not really buy into what I was sharing with him. And he didn't think it was going to work. And so he reluctantly agreed. He was like, okay, I'll do the supplements. But he's like, I'm not changing my diet. <laughs> and so many Many of you listening probably feel the same way. You're like, yeah, it's really hard. Like, I can't All do right. that. So I I would told my dad, like, I'm in your corner, just like I am with all my clients. And so when he said he couldn't make too many changes at once, because I kept at him, I'm like, dad, okay, you can't change all of this stuff. Or I just cut out one of these foods. Which one do you think it's easy for you to cut out? Because I give an option. Like, you know, some people love their dairy and they're going to have it every day. And some yeah. people will eat eggs once a week. They're like, okay, I can let go of the eggs. Right. So it just depends on you. So I gave him a choice and he said, okay, I'll start with, he started, he started with dairy and um, cause he doesn't really like it. And so I said, okay. And when he could handle more, we ramped up with the protocols when he struggled, for example, with adding in greens, uh, I gave him a creative solution as I do with my clients. And he, he, he nailed that goal, right? To get the greens in. And after like 10 years, I've worked with my dad on dialing in his food, his supplements, his detoxification. I'm happy to share that my father is able to move, work out, live a normal life. And he is practically pain-free after 40 years. And see, that's what I, I love having guests like yourselves that have proven, like you've proven it, right? Through some of your clients, through your loved one, your father, right? I, I brought on a guest one time that he he quit the fire service, right? Because of PTSD, but he had asthma too, right? And, and instead of going and doing medicine, keep doing the medicine. He learned, like in your case, but it was um, breath work. He studied that breath work for 18 months. And he goes, tell, he goes, Max, I got to tell you, I haven't had to have an inhaler or any medicine since. He has completely cured his asthma. So when you talk about this, I'm going, okay, I got to learn this. I got to, I got to figure out how, right? Because I do sometimes I experience that, that chronic fatigue where I'm just, no matter if I get a good night's sleep, I just feel tired, right? I don't, or I go to the gym and like every joint aches. I, I, and I, I go, I look in the mirror, I go like, I'm older, I know, but I'm not that old. Like I shouldn't feel this way, right? Um, yeah, you shouldn't. And, 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 you know, the same for my wife and, and there's some things that we, you know, we try, 
But here's the thing, and I know you know this, right? Like people don't always stick. Like you could help them and be in their corner, but they, yeah. you know, they may go a month and then go, right? Or they quit before they see results, right? Because they they get too impatient with themselves and right. But with anything like what you teach or help people with, right? It, it's you it's it's the long game, right? It's it's letting it take effect and actually right because it didn't take you overnight to get to where you're at right so it's not going to take you overnight out of my mouth yeah you took the word right out of my mouth max i was just about to say that it didn't take you a year to get sick you've been getting sick over decades and it just shows the strength and the power of the human body because how much are we bombarded with that makes us sick over time the body has the capability to keep you healthy keep you functioning keep you on your feet getting to go to work and drive and move around and go on vacation and live your life even though you don't feel so stellar but you're still able to do all of that right so we want to instead of going into this place where you don't feel so good and you're feeling this fatigue rather than having that you know, like as you get older, you think, okay, I'm just going to get more tired because that's what happens to people. Right. But you don't have to have that happen. If you take care of your health and your body today and understand the root cause of fatigue, you can turn that around and actually have boundless energy for till your 70s and 80s. I know people like that who do not have fatigue when they're that old. Right. Well, look at Jack LaLanne's and those people that, you know, that into their 80s and 90s were still lifting weights and look like they had tons more energy than i did you know um yeah. uh see and i love that right what you share because i, I like this is where i kind of parallel it to my recovery right like it it didn't i didn't become sober overnight right yeah the first day i put it down of course i was sober but what i mean yeah. is living a healthy lifestyle took a little bit for me because you know i i would i had failures where i relapsed right oh and then but what i've learned in my recovery right is never stop learning right like like people don't like AA. okay that's fine that's you know people some people do like myself that's what's kept me sober what i do now and this is why i love having you as a guest right because now i get to talk to people i get to expand my brain and learn different things that it's going to keep because like i just told you i have uh, gra- 10 grandchildren right i want to keep up with them <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to keep up i want to be that 70 year old grandpa that still goes and plays catch outside with them and right not like oh we got to go sit because grandpa can't get up off the uh you know his easy chair because he's yeah, too old. your best years are ahead of you max that's what i think my mom and dad are like grandparenthood is the best so I'm like, well, then you want energy for that time, right? Especially because it's like such a special time in life. And I want people to have that. I mean, I don't want people like my dad struggled for 37 years, Max, before anything started to work for him. And I don't want people like how I want to ask people, how much longer are you willing to suffer with your symptoms? You know, when when will the cost of what you're suffering with become so unbearable that then you're like, okay, I'm finally ready to make a change. The longer you wait, the harder it takes to actually turn things around. Yeah. So, you know, like every doctor who met my father said, your body is attacking itself, sir. And you're never going to heal. This is not curable. We don't know the answers of why this, we don't know what's causing this, but we can give you pain meds. 
And, you know, my dad was given the option. We know how my dad decided he was going to work with me is because his option was morphine. Yeah. He was going to listen to what I said. And then at that point, he was like, okay, well, this is not a good enough option. And uh, while everyone else is telling you that your body is attacking itself, I am telling you that it's the pathogens attacking your body. And this is good news. Why? Because that's something you can control. Absolutely. And see, I want you to talk about that some more. Like, I mean, you helped your dad and, and you talk about like sitting in your car and that that's a, I hate to say it, but that is the bad place to be. Like you, you call your husband, no answer. You call you, you cause you're in a spot where you're like, I need someone to support me. Right. But look what it did. It actually drove you to not only, you know, find what works for you, but now you're helping thousands and thousands of people learn that we don't need a pill all the time, right? To cure something, yeah. which is just a mask, as you know, because um, you totally like, and, and we'll talk even after the show, right? Because I want to learn, like, how can, I don't want to go to the doctor, right? Like when I hurt my shoulder, right? The first yeah. thing the doctor said was, here's a bottle of Vicodin. <laughs> I said, well, let me tell you something, doc. It's not going to work, right? Like, you know, and I've done all the physical therapy and, and yeah. stuff like that. But now I'm realizing it's an inside job also. It's not just it the muscles. It's not just strengthening the joints, right? Right. Because so what happens like with long-term injuries, if you want to know why they last so long, again, it's pathogens. And I'll tell you what happens. So when you get injured for the first time, you're nerves that are get injured because you're in pain, the nerves are injured, they release a hormone that calls in the immune system. These bugs that could be in your body, there could be Epstein-Barr virus, it could be shingles virus, can be hanging around in your body. They receive this hormone signal and they also show up. So while we do the physical therapy and the repair work, if you're not actually taking care of these bugs, they will continue to attack that weakened area over many, many, many years. And then you're like, yeah, I had this injury and it never healed, right? That's mm -hmm. I've heard that from so but if you deal with the viral problem, it won't ever be a problem again. I broke my foot. I broke my ankle actually about five or six years ago. And I was already working with a lot of this information that I'd learned. Um, you know, medical medium is a great source and I want people to know that. So I was, I was working with this and I knew that if I didn't take care of this, my injury could last a long time. And I, and I got on top of it. I was like, okay, I'm going to take all what I need to take all the herbs and supplements that are going to knock these bugs out. Cause it kind of get triggered. Sometimes bugs will get triggered either after a car accident or after you've had, you know, a really difficult piece of news given to you by a family member, or you got bankrupt or some big life stress can happen. You lose a loved one. It could be anything. Work got super stressful. You know, you lost your job. It could be anything. Life happens to people every single day. Mm -hmm. And stressors sometimes will trigger these bugs into more activity. So people will say, which is like, you know, which is like the mindset piece that I also cover with people. It's like, well, you know, did my thoughts make me sick? Did my emotions make me sick? Like, you know, I, I felt all this stress and then I got sick. So what is it? Well, what it is, is just a trigger and underlying all of that is a pathogen. There's so many people who get stressed out or get difficult news and don't have more sickness happen. But there are some people who do. And what's the difference? So the difference is the pathogen in your body. So I want people to really know more than anything, Max, is how they can shift their beliefs and thoughts from 
I can't heal. This is never going to get better. I'm stuck with this because my parents had it. It's an autoimmune condition or, you know, who knows? The doc says that, you know, there's no, I just have to live with this. And I'm here to say, no, you don't have to live with this. You can heal. And I want you all to say, I can heal. Because the reason we're talking about this, the reason I live, because is to give people this hope. And if you want hope, I want you to know it's backed up by real information that can help you heal. And when you have hope, you will do whatever it takes to get better. And, you know, like when I would sit in that car and my story of my dad, when he was offered morphine, you, many people out there, your listeners, yourself, maybe have felt at some point that there's just no other way. You're stuck, yeah. you're up against the wall, right? There's no other way. What are you going to do? And maybe you can feel like you can make some progress with your health, but that there's no chance of like completely getting better and getting rid of it forever, right? Even with addiction. And I'm here to wow. tell you that no matter where you are in your journey, there's more hope for better and improved health than ever before. And that, yes, there's hope for total reversal of symptoms. And if my dad can be practically pain-free after a lifetime of excruciating pain, you can too. Right. You and can. rheumatoid arthritis is no joke, you know. <clears throat> it's defamation. I watched his hands start to deform, right. ankles start to deform. 37 years will really hurt you with this illness. And he was a top athlete. He was a mechanical engineer. He could, he was up and down, like running around at his job as well. So active. And I watched him literally overnight, Max. I remember I was like a little girl and I watched him laying in bed in pain, unable to be the man he wanted to be. And for a man, that's really tough because. Especially when you're raising a, a family. Yes. He had four girls, has four girls that he was right. raising at the time. Huh. He, he's like, we all depended on, there was no other man in the family. It was just my father. Right. So it was tough to, to know that he had to live with this forever. And, you know, I want people to know there's hope because my dad was a hard case. I mean, even working with him, he was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, you know? I bet. So, <clears throat> when my, when, parents got married my 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 dad's father my grandfather told my mom he eats meat and potatoes and potatoes and meat <laughs> <laughs> and my dad never touched vegetables he barely ate fruit like he didn't eat anything healthy and that was something that my mom battled his whole life i have had to battle as well and i finally you know i i got my dad to be plant-based i mean that's a big deal. Right. So and well, I, I love life, my vegetables. Thank God I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it might you know, be worse for me if I didn't. Like, but I know some people the same way. That's like you know, a guy that just eats meat. All a friend of mine. He goes, I eat a steak. That's it. Yeah. I don't need anything else. And I'm like, oh, you're gonna have some issues down the road. <laughs> you know what I mean? I keep yeah. thinking that, yeah. and he is already starting to have some, but I'm like, but see, I um Maniza, like we could go, I, I already know we could go for hours and hours because now you've piqued my interest, right? And, but I like how you shared, right? Like you, people, what I want my, my, my audience to understand, right? There's, there's a path, right? There is a journey, right? You got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. 
And it doesn't matter if you fail, just get up and try again, right? Because I'm sure you didn't come up with these cures for you, like over, you know, like woke up the next morning after they're sitting in the car and go, I know what I'm going to do, right? But what I but want people to- 800 books on health. Eight, did you, you hear know. that audience? Like hear that. That's not a joke. 800 books, right? But see, but you did your research. But see, but that's like with anything, right? Um, yeah. Like in your case, right, you were ready to make a change, right? And you were ready to overcome those challenges and you took the steps. It's like, like you said, whether it's addiction, your health, right? Like for me, when I finally got serious and said enough is enough, like I haven't looked back, right? Yeah, I've made made mistakes, but one thing I've done is never picked up a drink or a drug ever since. And, you know, and I've surrounded myself with people like yourself who are there to help other people, right? Because that's what a big part of me staying sober is helping other people. And this is a vehicle, this podcast for me to make that a bigger, right? Because I want it to go global and around the world and, and just share people's story like yourself that have overcome the health issues. And right, because we know when we don't feel healthy, our mind usually doesn't, right? So you must have been Right. I, I, I'm safe to say a little depressed, maybe a lot depressed when you were seeing these doctors, you know, and I use my wife as an example. I she, couldn't have kids. They told me I couldn't have kids. Okay. And my dream was to have a family more, more than my career, more than anything. I wanted a family and right. to be told that because you're on all of these drugs, you cannot get pregnant right now and you shouldn't. And we tried for a while and we couldn't get pregnant. And, you know, I'll tell you that the biggest miracle that happened when I healed. So I did, you know, I, I cut out all these foods and I was doing it pretty hardcore, which I don't recommend because you should go slower. <laughs> I was, <laughs> You're like, I'm really, all in. Yeah. And I was young and I didn't know really what I was doing. And, but I was trying to, I was testing things out, but I went whole hog. And after a year of changing my diet and doing all this stuff, my husband and I decided that we were going to try again. And we got pregnant first try. And it was just a miracle, right? And I know for a fact it's because all those poisons came out of my body right. and I got healthier. So it's, it's, it's like, I didn't plan on that, meaning that was not the reason I did it. I was asthmatic. I, was, I had breathing issues. I, had, I was allergic to everything. I had incredible amounts of inflammation, thyroid issues, fatigue, you name it. Like I had it. And that was not the, I didn't go into this to get pregnant. I didn't go on a fertility journey. But my fertility improved because when you start to shift things and clean up the body, everything changes. Everything gets better. Everything gets everything healthier. Everything gets better because it's non-discriminate, right? When you right. eat the right foods, it's not saying, oh, well, only my back pain will get better and all the other stuff. <laughs> right. right. That's cool. That's not how the body works. So it's, really, uh, it's a really important and powerful thing to be aware of that when you start to heal things heal in the order that your body deems necessary, but they do heal. Right. Um, and that's just something you have to remember and have to know as you go, because it's so hard on your journey. I've been on a journey for almost 10 years now, um, healing my body. And I can tell you, there are lots of ups and downs and loss of faith. And like, you really got to go deep to find that faith sometimes. And, you know, yes. you have to be like, I believe that God will not just leave because I, I believe in God and like God's not just going to put me here and leave me here. There has to be a right. way. And I have to say that every time I prayed and I had those really dark moments, God would take me from one step to the next step. And 
and lead me to answers. Because I, I begged him, I'm like, please, I will do anything if you show me the truth about health, because I'm here for that. And I said, I will do what I came here to do. I will do what I promised you I would do. Like I will. And that has been God's promise to me. Like it was an answered prayer for myself, for my father and for my loved ones to be able to give them back their life and their health. I love that. Right. I'm a bit, I, I'm a man of faith myself. Cause I believe like where I came from, like if anybody could get me through that, there's gotta be a God. Right, right. And my fellow recovering addicts who have worse stories than I do. And I'm like, wow, you know, if they got through that, you know, and I've talked to people outside of recovery who've gone through some severe traumas and, you know, and bounce back better than it's just I love doing this show and having people like yourself on here because it tells me that, right, a little bit of faith goes a long way. Right. And we all have had our moments. Um, you know, I, I remember. Uh, the last time I relapsed, right? And it was that famous prayer, God, if you help me do this, I promise I will, you know, and, but it's like, they know when you mean it, right? Because I'm here and I'm having amazing guests like yourself. And we're having this great conversation about how we can heal our body, right? Which in turn heals our mind, right? Because the mind we know, I like to say the mind is the most powerful supercomputer on this earth, right? And what I try to get my guests is to use that in a good way, right? Not only for yourselves, but to help others, right? Like that's what my big thing is uh, staying sober is if I don't help anybody, I'm not going to stay sober, right? And it, well, here's the thing, right? The last time I relapsed, that was number four. My sponsor just looked at me and he said, look, Max, you don't get to choose and pick who you help. If it shows up, just do it. And that was one of the best things that that man ever told me, right? Because then I didn't, I just, you know, if it was someone on the street that needed something to eat or, you know, somebody needed help in my family or whatever, right? And what I believe is it leads to moments like this where we're having this conversation where we can heal our body, our bodies without sticking a bunch of, you know, medicines. But here's the thing. I mean, you're going to laugh, right? So when you're talking about these pathogens, right, and these and I'm like, that's why my shoulder, maybe that was payback for all that stuff I put my mom through, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding, everybody. But what happened is they nicked a nerve, but it makes sense now, right? Maybe I didn't have the right, it, it just didn't heal because there was the wrong yeah. poisons in my body or whatever, right? Not enough of the right nutrients to build it back. Right. And maybe it, you're right because it, that nerve they nicked, right? I didn't have enough to help heal it. So this has been such a great conversation, right? Like I know we could go for for hours. For hours. <laughs> so um so there's there's a few questions I like to ask of you, right? Other than like your challenges and I mean god, you just this has been a great great episode so far. But I like to, I wrote a book called Fearless Happiness as you can see. Right? That's the yeah. name of my book. So I like to ask my guests, and you pretty much already just gave us an idea of what fearless looks like to you, but I'm going to ask you anyway, what does fearless look like to you? And how does that show up in your life today? Now that you're healing your body and your mind and and you're healthier than you've ever been. So I actually don't believe that we're fearless. I believe that we are fearful and we face it anyway. And that's the courage and the bravery that 
I think comes to us. I don't remember a time being completely fearless, but I know that when I've had the strength to pull on my courage and bravery, that the fear I've cut, I've been able to turn the volume down on the fear a little bit because right where you kind of jump forward with what, what exactly what becomes more important in that moment? Is that that voice of fear or is it the voice of, um, you know, the opposite, like telling you, encouraging you to take a step that you're afraid to take. And, you know, it's like fearless to me is like inviting people who are blaming themselves, worried that they're never going to get better, um, coming out and talking about my story and my dad's story and who blame themselves for their illnesses and reminding them compassionately that, they can heal. You can heal. And it's reminding people that no matter what circumstances you're under, whatever you faced on your journey, no, it doesn't matter how long you've been sick. It, none of those things matter. Wherever you are in life, you can heal. And to embrace that, I think, takes a certain level of fearlessness. Wow. I love that. I love that answer, right? Because if you think about it, it's true. I don't think we ever become fearless, right? Um, but it's taking those uh, steps despite the fear, right? And then you gain courage as you do it. So thank you for sharing that. I love it. Well, as you see, I put a Y in the happiness and I did that for a reason. It's not a misspelling. Well, it is misspelling, but I did it for a reason. On purpose. <laughs> right, exactly. So knowing I put the Y in happiness, what is happiness? I know we kind of talked about this earlier, but what does that mean to you? Tell my audience what happiness means to you and how does that show up in your life? So happiness is not an emotion that I resonate with entirely by itself, right? I used to, but now to me, I resonate more with peace. And to me, when I work with people and I can help somebody, that brings me a lot of peace. Knowing that I've helped someone brings me peace. Watching people heal brings me peace. Raising my children uh, the best that I know how to with my husband brings me peace. So I would say that peace is really my happy place. I love it. I love it. So Muniza, if my audience, anyone out there is going, I need to speak to her because I want to heal. How do they get a hold of you and how can they work with you? That's a really good question. So for those of you who are wanting to know how to like, get started on this journey of chronic illness, um, go to my website, munizaahmed.com, M-U-N-E-E-Z-A-A-H-M-E-D.com. And just grab my free seven-day video series for beginners, which is your roadmap for healing chronic mystery and autoimmune illness, basically any symptoms. It's seven videos. They come into your inbox every day and they're simple baby steps teaching you step-by-step what you can do. And you can comment under it. We are interactive in there. So come and join our community. It's free. It gets started. You get tons of good information and you will be on your way from the first video. I love it. That's so awesome. You hear that, folks? Hit her up. I know I'm going to and promise you, you'll see Max in, in your inbox there, Muniza. But before we go, you're not off the hook quite yet, right? Right yet. What I love to end this uh, the interview with or this episode, like I do with all my guests, right? What is one piece of advice you would give my audience, Muniza, to help them grow as a human being and become better humans? 
what is that one piece of advice would you give them? All right. So I would say, I'm going to leave you with this. It's a little story. So hang in with me. So our pool developed some algae during the pandemic. And my husband wanted to fix this problem himself. He prides himself on understanding his pool chemistry and he's not a chemist. <laughs> so I insisted that he call the pool guys and um, they told us they would have, you know, they, he didn't want to do that. He wanted to figure it out on his own. So after three weeks of tinkering and now the pool is full of algae, he reluctantly calls the pool guys and they told us it would have cost a lot less money and less time to fix if he had only called them at the beginning. Right. And so our kids missed out on a month of summer fun in the pool and tons of dealing with algae and headache of dealing with this problem. And I want to share with all of you one thing. Your health is more important than your pool or pretty much anything else in your life. Do not wait to figure out your health on your own. By trying to fix it yourself, you could spend more money and feel far worse before you find the help you need to finally reverse your symptoms. And your kids miss out time in the pool, but more importantly, time with you. So your health is your wealth. Like food is your medicine. Learn to use it every single day. Your health is your wealth and giving your family the best of you is something they will treasure forever. Your health is your wealth because when you have your health, you can truly live the life of your dreams. I love that. That's, you got me right here, Muniz. I love it. Um, wow. This has been a great one. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with me. Thank you so much. So you heard it, everybody. If Muniza made you smile, she made you laugh, she made you think, she made you go, hmm, please leave a five-star review over on iTunes so people can find it. Um, and then until next time, this was a good one, everybody. I hope it made you think. Thank you for being here, Muniza. And uh, we'll see you guys. We'll see you all later. You've been listening to Fearless Happiness. The numbers on addiction are absolutely stunning. Max lived in addiction for years and during that time made some terrible choices, losing his family, friends, and career. But he turned his life around. And now Max works as a substance abuse counselor helping people in their recovery. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun along the way. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at maxnaist.com on Facebook at max.naist. Till next time, keep the fight and we'll see you soon.